श्री गौरी वैष्णव गुरु परम्परा की जाय बोल भक्तवृंद की जाय बहु प्रेम आनंदे आनंद आश्रम की जाय आनंद धाम की जाय सारग्राही की जाय nice to be with all of you at the beautiful setting here of Ananda Ashram and uh, you're just um, around the corner from Saragrahi so this is our provisional base of operations from which we're developing that beautiful project with all of you in mind <clears throat> so uh Again, very nice to be with you, and we'll talk for a little bit here, um, picking up where we left off in our discussions about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and uh, his place in Srimad Bhagavatam, and uh, we'll follow that by the, the, the giving initiations and installation of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu deity, and... Homa and Arctic and Prashad, it's going to be an uh, extended event, appears. So, um, without further ado, uh, let us recite from Srimad Bhagavatam. Om Bhagavate Vasudevaya Chanmadhyasya Nayad Itaratas Chateshu Abhignaswarat Tene Brahmadaya Dikavaye Bhuyanti Yatsurayo Tejo Varimadam Nata Vidimayo Yatvatri Sargo Mesha Dhamma Svena Sadanirasta Kuvakam Satyam Param Dhimahi Satyam Param Dhimahi so we were in the uh, Radhakanai Lal's temple, and, and earlier than that, we were Gopinath's temple, wasn't it? And discussing this uh, invocation, the first uh, verse of Srimad Bhagavatam, with a view to bring out uh, the fact that it is a glorification of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, which is what the book is all about. But we were interrupted in the flow of that by way of uh, inspiration to speak about how the text uh, in general reads, how it then how it reads in relation to um, Krishna being the uh, Satyam Param and the subject of the verse and the book. We segue into how the, uh, the, the the verse is about rasa, the adi rasa, and the implication of that is that of course it is about Radha, Radha Bhagavatam. And so we didn't get as far as we would have liked, um, but that brings us here today. So today we'll get to the subject that was introduced several days ago: the idea that first verse of Srimad Bhagavatam, speaking about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, an idea I had on my way here, not an idea that's um, mine by any means, that is what the book is about, is what our Sampradaya 
clearly points out, but to draw him out of the first verse, I got some inspiration on the way here to, to do so. wrote a little something on that, so we're speaking about that. And for those of you who were here last night, we had a nice gathering as well, and uh, we discussed from Chaitanya Charitamrita the uh, specific Namaskar verse of Krishna's Kaviraj Vande Shri Krishna Chaitanya Nityananda Sohodito Vododai Pushpabanto Chitro Sando Tamonodo. Those of you who are here know that we concluded our discussion on the meaning of the verse uh, by way of introducing some of the commentary of Krishna's Kaviraj Goswami on his own verse and uh, that part of the commentary being the uh, fact, the idea that the Prem Samdo Chitro Samo Samdo Nudo Tamo Nudo Gorodai Pushpabanto Chitro Samdo Tamo Nudo the giving of praying that eradicates the, uh, all the desires for dharma, the kam, moksha in the heart, hmm? uh, given by Gaur and Nityananda, that they do that by way of what? Bringing us in touch, Krishna's Kaviraj Goswami teaches, with two Bhagavatas, book Bhagavata and the person Bhagavata. Hmm? So we didn't talk much uh, about that idea. Hmm? But it's an important one, and of course, here we are with the uh, uh, discussing Shrimad Bhagavatam itself. <clears throat> so the importance of the book in general, we should say a few things about that, and the importance of hearing it from um, a person Bhagavat, we should say a few words about that, as I concluded last night as well in our talk. Some of you have... have uh, uh, um, have uh, been inspired to see me as the person Bhagwat, and you come to hear the Bhagwat from me and receive the initiation. So, so that's again part of the the uh, uh, goings on here today. And so, of course, the idea that uh, we should hear the Bhagwatam is is is. Uh, there in the Bhagavat itself, Nasta Prayeshiva Bhadreshunitam Bhagavata Sevaya. And um, it uh, doesn't mean that it should be given a casual read, it says Nitim Bhagavata Sevaya. It should be studied regularly, continually, in an ongoing way. Its uh, import is deep. And um, there's a nice story in this connection I've told. Probably too many times, but I'll tell it again. <laughs> some of you uh, have uh, not heard it. Some of you have heard it many times, but probably none of us have understood it. Uh, and that is the story of the uh, man in Vrindavan who wanted his son to get an education, so he sent him to Banaras. Hmm? Went to Banaras, which is the seat of learning in India, and there he studied so many texts, he returned home to Vrindavan, and his father said, so did you get an education? He said, yes, I did, a very good one by that, uh, for that matter. 
And uh, so Father asked, did you study in all your studies, did you study Srimad Bhagavatam? And the son said, well, let me think, I studied this and then I don't think that was on the list. And so Father said, oh then, you have to go back to Benares, you have not gotten an, had received an education. So return there and study Srimad Bhagavatam. So he went at his father's request and he studied Srimad Bhagavatam in Benares. Then he returned and Father said, so have you studied Srimad Bhagavatam? He said, uh, uh, what he said, yes, I have studied Srimad Bhagavatam. And Father said, very good, so did you understand? He said, yes, and I'm very glad that you, I understand why you sent me back, because this book alone I could have studied and I wouldn't have had to study any of the other books and I would have had a full education. And so Father said, so you understood? He said, yes, I've understood Srimad Bhagavatam. So Father said, go back to Benares and study Srimad Bhagavatam again. Mm-hmm. So he went back, he studied again Srimad Bhagavatam, again he returned. Father said, have you studied a second time Srimad Bhagavatam? And he said, yes. And I'm very happy that you sent me back a second time. And I realized the first time I didn't really understand anything from the book. And so Father said, so now you've understood. Yes, after studying twice, now I can say, thank you, I've understood Srimad Bhagavatam. So Father said, of course, go back to Benares and study Srimad Bhagavatam. Again he went, again he studied, again he returned. Father said, so have you studied a third time? Yes, I have. And have you understood Srimad Bhagavatam? He said, I cannot understand Srimad Bhagavatam. Father said, now you've understood Srimad Bhagavatam. Now you're an educated man. Hmm? So, Chaitanya Dev himself has said uh, that uh, he, he gave nice explanations of Bhagavat, of course, to uh, particularly to Sarvabhama Bhattacharya and to Sanatana Goswami, others as well. Um, but um, in uh, explaining the Bhagavat to Sarvabhama Bhattacharya, he uh, gave some 60 explanations of the famous Atmaram verse. Uh, and uh, later on in in um, in Benares, the great Sanatan Goswami was uh, under the tutelage of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And after Chaitanya Mahaprabhu finished teaching him the uh, tattva that uh, uh, later wrote the Goswami and his associates Rup and so forth, and Jiva Goswami wrote about extensively. He, he, Sanatana Goswami, being a scholar himself, he, he asked Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he said that, you know, I heard, the teaching was done more or less, but he said, I heard that when you were in Puri, that you had converted Sarvabhama Bhattacharya, and at that time you recited 60-some different meanings to the Atmarama verse of Srimad Bhagavatam. Sarvabhama had cited, I think, seven different meanings, and that was the measure of his scholarship, and he thought that certainly Chaitanya Mahaprabhu would be awed by that. And, of course, he was not impressed at all. He didn't say anything. If you can't say anything nice about someone, then don't say anything at all. So he didn't say anything, (laughs) polite as he was. But this only caused some... Uh, kind of, uh, well, it created really a, a teachable moment in the teacher, in Sarvabhoma Bhattacharya. The gravity of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's silence was what really converted uh, Sarvabhoma, 
And he said, I've been speaking all this, and I just, I've just emptied my bag here of everything I have to, that I could possibly have, uh, have, have said to uh, show my scholarship and impress you with, uh, with uh, my understanding and the important lessons that I think that you, you need to learn as a young sannyasi. And you, you have sat silently all this time. You know, what, what's going on in there? Do you understand? Do you, do you agree? He, he was... Uh, uh, this gravity, as I say, caused a teachable moment in Sarvaroma. So Mahaprabhu said, yeah, I heard, I understood, but it was uh, uh, like uh, I heard the, the, su- the, the sun of the sutras being clouded by your imaginary explanation of them. So that was quite startling to the elderly Sarvaroma, but he was curious that this lad is so extraordinary. What is his understanding? So well then, what if you speak something? And then he flowed like the Ganges into the Bay of Bengal with so many explanations, as they say, that uh, just drowned Sarvabhoma Bhattacharya in in the in, in, in scholarship and and uh, and the, the the knowledge, if you will, that underlies uh, bhakti. Hmm? And so, in Banaras, uh, uh, this was a huge event—the conversion of Sarvabhoma. I mean, huge. The young town, a hometown boy from Nadia had gone at 25 years old to Puri and conquered the town of Puri. The, the whole city of Puri was very well fortified by Raj uh, Prataparudra that no Muslims could enter there. And they were ruling in, Beng- in Bengal and other surrounding uh, states, provinces and so forth, uh, what are now provinces. They were kingdoms. And... Uh, so they, they couldn't penetrate into Jagannath Puri. Gajapati, he was the, the lord of the elephants, the Bhattaparudra, a very powerful uh, king, Hindu king. But the young boy Chaitanya Mahaprabhu went in there and conquered the kingdom. Mm-hmm. He conquered it in com- completely, melted the heart of the, of the king, and, and his, his religious conception, his re- spiritual conception of who Jagannath is, that reigned in Jagannath Puri. Mm-hmm. That was enthroned there <laughs> and ruled over all of the types of worship. And the king became a devotee of that. Later, when, when, when Chaitanya Dev left Puri to go to Vrindavan, the king emptied his treasury out by way of building monuments at every place that Mahaprabhu stopped uh, on his way back to uh, uh, Nadia in, in route to Vrindavan. He spent his whole treasury building gods and monuments and, and so forth. Uh, so he was uh, converted in no small um, measure. His guru, hmm, Sarabhamba Tacharya, was converted. Uh, and this was powerful, extraordinary uh, news rippling throughout the subcontinent of India. The Chaitanya, the, the, he's become Nimai Pandit, he's become Sri Krishna Chaitanya. He had converted the, the whole of Jagannath Puri. Hmm? That fortified kingdom now has been conquered by his, and he had no weapons but his arms raised hmm? and dancing and chanting Krishna Nam. Hmm? Hmm. He conquered the king's heart and the, all of the denizens there of Jagannath Puri. And as they, as they say, his religious conception. What is Jagannath Puri? Who is Jagannath? That reigns supreme there. Hmm? So, 
Sanatana Goswami heard about this. You can imagine, he's a devotee of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. heard about his exploits and uh, adventures and uh, his, his conquering in the, uh, through, through Krishnanam and so forth. So he, 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 after being educated by Chaitanya Dev, he asked him, I heard that you had given some 60 explanations at Ratnarama verse, and I thought maybe that you could you know, finish off your teachings to me by reciting those um, 60 different meanings. Uh, he was a great Bhagavad scholar, this uh, Sanatana Goswami. He, even while he was uh, employed in the um, Muslim government in Bengal, a very highly um, situated um, government agent, like a cabinet member or something, um, uh, he, he, even while he was such, he would sit at home, surrounded by pundits, discussing the, the significance of Srimad Bhagavatam. And from him we get Brihat Bhagavatam Ritam. Hmm? This is the seminal book, the f- really the first book of Gaudiya Vaishnavism, Brihat Bhagavatam explaining the, cutting to the chase, what is the meaning of Srimad Bhagavatam? Hmm? What, is the, what, is the impl- what is the implication of the book? And so forth. So a great scholar, and so his his scholarly tendency and so forth kind of got the best of him, and he wanted to hear all of his explanations of but one verse of Srimad Bhagavatam, important verse it is, but sixty some explanations. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu replied, "Oh, I I did that. <laughs> that I to and Sarvabhauma is my guru, one of my one of my gurus, Siksha Guru." He said, it was in a moment of madness I said something. I cannot remember that now. Hmm? But if you want, I will say something about that verse. And then he gave 60-some different explanations. Hmm? And he concluded by saying, but that is nothing. Every word of Srimad Bhagavatam is Krishna. Hmm? This was his, the, the measure to which, the extent to which he embraced Srimad Bhagavatam as his very heart. Hmm? So, uh, an important uh, book, Gornitinanda, they bring us in touch with this book, and with the person, Bhagavad, who exemplifies the book, who who can explain its uh, significance, who can churn the ocean of the milk of Sumit Bhagavatam and turn it into butter and and ghee and yogurt and and add a little sugar <laughs> and so many things will come from that. Hmm? So this is this is our task, um, and so we are in good hands, in touch with the person Bhagavatam and the book Bhagavatam. These two go together. Hmm? So it's like mother and father, hmm? they, 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 but they never get divorced. The guru and the scripture. They, so they provide a very good family environment for the children. Hmm? They are in uh, uh, they are in agreement actually even when they appear to differ. Hmm? Such is love, right? <laughs> so sometimes the guru may appear to differ from the Bhagavat, but we have to listen listen carefully how he or she will support and give explanation that turns our head upside down. And, oh, that's what it is, saying that also. Hmm? Is also this idea is also supported. So we find then in, in, in the person Bhagavatam, in the language of Pujapatrita Maharaj, an active agent of divinity, and, and in his language also in Srimad Bhagavatam, the sacred text, the passive agent of divinity. 
Hmm? Passive agent means that the text, it we may we can read the text, but the text cannot ask us, so did you understand? Hmm? But the person Bhagavatam can ask us, so did you understand? And when we said, yes, yes, I understood, then he can or she can go after us and, and, and ask to let us see how you understood and so forth. So this is kind of a, uh, the idea of an aggressive agent and the Shastra as passive agent. Prabhupada once said to me, welcome. Hari. Said to me, you're comfortable there? Okay. I came to your country as an aggressor. I said, thank you for that. <laughs> That's very kind of you. That kind of aggress- aggressive, kind of a <coughs> aggressive lover. <clears throat> so, uh, uh, the person Bhagavatam, uh, something like this. It, it, the two then, together, uh, we have we are in we are in good hands. Person Bhagavatam and Book Bhagavatam, and this is the uh, emphasis of Krishna's Kaviraj with regard to his Namaskar Slok of Chaitanya Charitamrita. One day, Sri Krishna Chaitanya Nityananda Sohito Gorodai Pushpabanto Chitro Samdo Tamonudo. Hmm? There we can find from the person Bhagavatam the full uh, meaning of Bhagavatam, which means we never never get the whole thing. <laughs> It is ongoing, hmm? and always stay alive for us. Hmm? We always find interest in that, in good association. What can be drawn from it? It itself, Bhagavatam, is, is variably a New Testament of the Eastern Revelation, from the Upanishads and, and to, to the Purana. Hmm? The Purana is Pura, Purna, Purana. Purna means also to, to fulfill, to, to complete so in the Gaudiya conception, the Purana fulfills, the completes, plays out fully the meaning of the uh, Shruti, the Smriti, the Purana plays out. We don't give less emphasis to the Smriti and more to the Shruti. We actually give more to the Smriti, hmm? which completes by way, for example, of completing by way of explanation, an explanation that's more readily understood we find in the Puranas of the same truth that we find in the uh, in the Upanishads, for example, by way, in a very friendly way, hmm? by way of Purana means history, like Itihasa, Itihasa, as it was. They are stories that are uh, they are stories based. They're I want to say, like uh, based on a true story. Hmm? all the narratives of the Puranas, these different histories, based on a true story. This is the very nature of the uh, spiritual histories of India. They seek to convey the spirit of the event and the time without uh, concern in a in a modern sense for the historicity of something in the, in the technical, uh, uh, chronological and accurate Details. The stories can, are are those that have spiritual import, hmm? and and they're told in different ways in different puranas, again and again, which might bring into question their authenticity from a historical point of view. Hmm? But really, in one sense, what's taking place in the text is that is that the the story is being told in a certain ways to emphasize a certain aspect of it and bring that out. 
Hmm? So if I take a story, the true st- a true story, and I in- it has a, a important import or purport, I want to convey to you, if I embellish that story to some extent in order to bring the story in its import home, hmm? that is, uh, like I say, based on a true story. Hmm? It is, it is a true, it is a myth that is very powerful, powerful enough to dethrone the, the, the kind of the, the empire of the mind, if you will. Hmm? We, as it has enthroned itself as the uh, oppressor of the Atma, hmm? with its attendance, the senses and so forth. So to come out from underneath that oppression of mind and senses, hmm? That requires a very powerful and compelling truth. This is the idea of of the of, this, of the smriti and Srimad Bhagavatam may be called smriti, although it itself explains itself otherwise. If you have a problem with that explanation, that the smriti is more important, the fifth Veda, as it's described, is more important than the four, then we say, we don't have to commit you on that. Shruti Saramekam, Bhagavatam calls itself the very essence of the shruti. Why do we give uh, uh, Bhagavad Gita the status of Shruti? By referring it to Gita Upanishad. <coughs> because it is spoken by Krishna. <coughs> and there's no, even the, even the Shruti says, Devaki Putra, hmm, uh, reference to Krishna, Radha Madhava, Bayu, and so on. <laughs> So, the idea of the Shruti is supposed to come from the mouth of God. So, coming directly from Krishna, it must be Shruti. But same holds true, such arguments, so the same holds true for Srimad Bhagavat. Spoken in four verses by Krishna in Gopavesh, dressed as a Gopa, as he explains in Gopal Tapani to Brahma. Brahma explains. This is the genesis uh, as we think of it. Bhagavatam. So it has a Shruti status by that uh, same standard by which uh, others uh, attach a Shruti status or designate the, the Gita as, as Shruti rather than Smriti. Hmm? They think some of them think, well, some people think eh, different, different lineages. The, the, the Puranas, they talk about so many different gods and, and goddesses. This is for controlling the people. Uh, and so forth, and uh, hmm. um, we should go to the Shruti there. We don't find so many gods and goddesses behind. We find largely the one, hmm? Hmm. but we also find the one, uh, Ishwar Parama, Gopal Tapani, hmm? describes him as such. We don't find the other gods and goddesses of the Puranas mentioned in the Shruti. Hmm? Hardly do we find them, for that matter, identified with as Param Brahma. Hmm? So Krishna is unique, is the point. And this is his book. This is the the, the, the Bhagavad Purana. Hmm? Srimad Bhagavad. It is not really... Uh, the Goswamis like this name, and it, it's also found in the Puranas, other Puranas, Srimad Bhagavatam. So Srimad Bhagavatam indicates that Bhagavat who is very beautiful, Sri, and as Prabhupada used to like to say, and very nicely, this is one of his like sutras, if you will, that Krishna is not that beautiful, standing alone, but when he's standing next to Radha, then he becomes very, very charming. Hmm? Then he becomes Madan Mohan. Hmm? 
This this idea comes comes from uh, Radha and Krishna's parents. We find this in the in the Brajalila. So Sri means standing next to Radha, the beautiful Krishna. Be, just like a young boy becomes full and complete when he finally gets a partner, then he can he feels comfortable socially. Hmm? Uh, otherwise, he feels a little awkward and out of place. So. <laughs> doesn't know his place, but by getting a significant other, he feels some confidence. And all he can be then, uh, all that he can be. It's the whole idea of bhakti. The jeev, it's a beautiful thing, the jeeva, no doubt. Satchit anandanu, little particle of satchit ananda. But it's, in its, it itself is an object of love. It is not the thing that we love, it's the thing that we call ours that we love. Hmm? Why? Because by way of thinking that it's ours, we have, in effect, extended ourselves into the thing. And so now the thing becomes meaningful, because it's ours. In other words, because I'm in it. Hmm? So what's, what's the real object of love in this world is the self. Hmm? But that object of love is objectless. In other words, self-love is real love when that self is understood to be the Atma. Hmm? But that love, the love of Sukadev, Swasukha, hmm? for himself, he was speaking about Narama verse, hmm? so famous in Srimad Bhagavatam, that love of the self was not sufficient to satisfy him. That had no object that it could be reposed in. Hmm? It is the object of love, but who, who will repose love in it, for that matter? Hmm? So you understand my point. Objectless love is one thing, but this is a type of ananda. But bhakti ananda, that is another thing. In bhakti there must be an object. Hmm? There must be vishaya lambana, there must be ashraya lambana. These two. There must be the object of love, that is Krishna. Then there must be the love. Hmm? Radha. Jashoda, Sridham, Subal, hmm? Madurasa, Vatsalya Rasa, Sakya Rasa, respectively, and so on. Hmm? So this Bhakti Ananda, this is a this is a this is a a, a, a blessing. Hmm? Hmm? That is a, that is a, a a grace that comes to us, and uh, Bhakti is not our our right, so to speak. Hmm? The jeev is beautiful, but the jeev becomes so much more beautiful hmm? in bhakti. And it has a potential for bhakti. The, uh, this maya shakti has no potential for bhakti. Hmm? The jeev shakti, be, he's, this satchirananu. Hmm? So he has some, some capacity for, some potential, some capacity for loving. Hmm? When Krishna extends himself to us, that that is called bhakti. That is that it means his swarup shakti, the essence of the swarup shakti, internal energy of of, of God. That is bhakti. Samvit ladini, this ingress into the jiva, this is like the boy falling in love who finds himself to be more. 
to be more, to be complete. Something like all that you can be. It's not an artificial imposition. I mean, what I mean to say is that, yes, it's true, the Surup Shakti is not inside the Jiva, and our Surup is constituted of Surup Shakti, it's a blessing, but when it, that, when, when that opportunity for that arises through Sadhu Sangha, hmm, it's not an artificial imposition upon us then. Like our material body, we're not, we're, there, there's no Maya Shakti in the constitution of the Jiva either. Hmm? Um, we are encased by Maya, hmm? but with regard to Surup Shakti, we're embraced. Hmm? We're in the embrace of the Surup Shakti. These are two subjective things. Maya is objective. Maya Shakti is objective. The self is consciousness. It is sub- subjective and the supersubjective plane. So these coming together. This is a good fit. Hmm? So that, that is like falling in love. When you fall in love, you're not a different person, but you're a different person. <laughs> he's the same guy, but he's a lot nicer now. <laughs> Something like that. Um, so, so Krishna is much nicer. <laughs> Standing next to Radha. Much more attractive. Much more charming. Hmm? And and these two together, that is really the object of love of the... The Gaudiya Vaishnava, so this is the subject of Srimad Bhagavatam, arguably. It is, again, Srimad Bhagavatam. So the Bhagavat, beautified by Sri, Sri and, and, and the beautiful Bhagavatam. It means Krishna standing next to Radha. It gives some emphasis on that the idea that the book is about Radha's love for Krishna, about love for Krishna. We are not interested in Krishna, but in love for Krishna. Of course, there we will find Krishna. Hmm? People ask sometimes, Swami, Swamiji, have you seen Krishna? It's like a gotcha. You know, you're, t- you're, you're trapped now. If you say yes, who will listen to you? Mm-hmm. He's so proud to say that. If he says no, then who will listen to you? <laughs> this is a non, non-spiritual question. Hmm? So one answer is, so we say something like this. No, I wasn't looking for Krishna. You said, you asked if I seen him, I was not looking I was looking for service to Krishna. I found that. Are you interested in that? Hmm? That I can show you. Sakshadharitena hmm? This is a big statement. The person Bhagavat. Sakshadharitena This is not a, a, just a just a uh, how do you say ad hoc statement or something, Samastha Shastra. The Guru is, 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 is non-different from Hari, from Krishna. And all the Shastras say this. We are, oh, goodness. This is a heavy statement. Prabhupada invoked that, you know, that when he gave the initiations, the first initiations in, uh, in, in, in New York. They asked, well, what, is, what is the significance of this initiation? He said, more or less, Samastha Shastra. See who was ready for that. The guru must be accepted as good as God. Not everybody could sit in for that one. But there's a higher statement than that. Kintu prabodhya prevatasya. Kintu But this qualifies, of course, the way in which he or she, the guru, is one with Hari. In a qualified, in a qualified way, in a representational. Sense, hmm? 
and should be regarded as if Krishna is present, but at the same time, only in a representational sense, representing Krishna. And but Kintu, however, Kintu Prabhu Yapibatasya, the Guru, she is more is also dear to Krishna. So again, it's qualifying. But the idea that the Guru is dear to Krishna, that is more important idea to us. Hmm? That means Guru has some love for Krishna. Hmm? Krishna has some love for that person, that Vaishnav. And it is love for Krishna that we are interested in. So what is the Ananda? Krishnanandaya, Dimahi. Hmm? We are chanting. Krishnanandaya, Dimahi. What is the Ananda of the Guru? Hmm? Guru Gayatri. Hmm? This we will gradually come in touch with. Hmm? That Ananda will come within us. Hmm? That kind of Ananda. And uh, this is what it means to to, to know Krishna. This is what it means to participate in uh, in Krishna Lila. Hmm? Uh, this is what it means to understand Srimad Bhagavatam. It is a book about that love of Krishna. Hmm? All about that. It's a super Purana. Hmm? It's not like the other Puranas at all. Hmm? They don't deal with the essence. You can find in Padma Purana the names of so many gopis and they dress like this and this is the, what's on their feet and so forth and all the, and you can get all those things, and you, you think, what? So when I'm found in Sumat Bhagavatam, we'll go elsewhere for the nectar. Hmm? <laughs> and we'll be able to say all these things in the class and so forth. And that uh, I'm a knower of Radha and Krishna Sissi. I know every all the symbols on their feet. and Not that there's not a good thing to know, but to, but Bhagavatam it doesn't even have time to talk about those things. Hmm? It, it wants to convey the feeling hmm, of, of Madhurya, feeling of Vatsalya, the feeling of Saki, you cannot get that. These are the primary forces of the subjective realm, which moves the objective realm. So, this puts some diminishing sense on the powers of gravity and strong and weak nuclear forces and uh, electromagnetic force and so forth, which materialistic people are absorbed in as the, the powers hmm? We harness those powers. That's what moves the world. We don't see consciousness in here. Why shall we even talk about that? Hmm? Sir, consciousness is doing the science. <laughs> consciousness is finding those powers. Hmm? You are of that nature. Hmm? And there's more to you hmm? than moving matter. Hmm? That you're doing unconscious of the fact. Hmm? In your unconscious state... In the, in the jagrati, in the waking state of consciousness, which means the unconscious state, <laughs> awake to matter. You're asleep to yourself. Better go to dream. And better from there, go to dreamless sleep. And from there beyond to the fourth. And from there to the fifth. Panchama Purusharta. And this is, again, this is the subject of Srimad Bhagavatam. Prem. Prem Purusharta. And it is about, yes, Lila Purushottam, that is Krishna. The person who, whose, whose Lila is, is super extraordinary. You cannot find that kind of Lila in, in Vaikuntha. Either hmm? Ayodhya, hmm? hmm? in any other avatar. It is, it is 
It is prema, prema, lila madhurja is one of the qualities of Krishna, unique qualities. Prema madhurja, venu madhurja, rupa madhurja, lila madhurja. So he is lila purushottam. And this book is about him, but as we're speaking also, it is about the Prem Purushottam. Lila Purushottam is Krishna. Prem Purushottam, that is Krishna, but he has changed colors. Hmm? From Sham to Gaur. Hmm? He is the, 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 the Prem Purushottam. Hmm? Book is about Prem. It is Srimad Bhagavatam. He must be in here. Hmm? From him we are finding we're finding so much of uh, value in Srimad Bhagavatam. Like I said, it is not variably to use a, to uh, look at it from the Western perspective or the Western revelation of, of Christianity, for example, it had such influence and continues to have influence over the Western world. At one time it ruled the whole Western world, Christianity. It was the meta-narrative that, by which everything was uh, uh, understood and so forth. Um, so, then you have the, that's the New Testament, right? The New Testament. And it is to do away with the law and bring in the love only. You see, now you can follow it. The Eastern Revelation. This is the New Testament. Who cares for the law? This is, this is, this is beyond the law books. Should he be being regret So lawful he was and so knowledgeable of the law that he, that he, he advised Krishna. He was Krishna's lawyer. Hmm? In 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 Dwaraka, hmm? <laughs> he was his, his legal counsel. Hmm? He would go to the law books and say, "You should do it like this. You should not do it like that." Hmm? Krishna would take advice from him. From him, what is his position as far as learning goes? Krishna sent him to teach those country uh, people, those those country bumpkins, the 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 the, the, the cow people. Hmm? Living with the, you know, with they 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 move with covered wagons driven by oxen and so forth, and um, village people, the brudge. The implication of it, the word is, is a moving place. It's it's it's, and you'll have to move. You have to become flexible to go there. Hmm? You have to move. You have to become flexible and humble. Hmm? That enough to bow your head and exercise your heart. Hmm? And then, come Pashu Pulakalaya. Then it will come. Guranga Bulite Habe Pulakashari, Hori Hori Bulite Nayane Bogonir. All these things will come. Narutam is praying, when and I end, where will I enter the Gambira, that deep place in the heart of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, where all these things came from. When they all showed up outside in such wonderful transformations of love of God. It is frightening to see his ecstasy. On the outside, it's very shocking. But inside, it is full of ananda. Krishna Prem, Adbhuta Charita. This is the wonderful Adbhuta Charit character of Prem. You have to look carefully. That's why it's said. Nasta Praeshu Badreshu Nityam Bhagavata Seva. You have to study very carefully Srimad Bhagavatam. Because love, it wants to share itself, but then it also realizes 
oh, not everybody's interested. Hmm? So then it hides itself, it camouflages itself. Hmm? Therefore, you, you fall in love and you want to go announce it everywhere. And what is his name, that guy, that actor? Um, Tom, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise, a few years ago on, on the Oprah show. He stood up and he jumped up on the desk. I love her. <laughs> you know, it's getting a little old, Tom. Is after a while, it's like, keep that to yourself. You know, we appreciate it to a point, and, but you can't. And so <laughs> then the, the lovers have to revert you know, to, to their own language and so forth, where they communicate even in public hmm, in ways that others can't quite understand exactly what they're saying and, and, and so forth. So there's a love has to hide itself also to, be, to fully express itself. Hmm? Sumit Bhagavatam is like that. The highest love is camouflaging itself. The highest thing is hiding in the bushes, hmm? in, the, in the pastures. Hmm? An out-of-the-way place. Just imagine, Krishna's in Dwaraka. He's the prince, conquering the lands, riding on elephants. There's a rumor that he came from some village <laughs> a long time ago. I mean, that's, you know, we don't think about that too much. <coughs> exactly what is his background? And, and it was questioned, people like... Uh, Shishupal, what is his background? <laughs> anyway, he's a you know. We heard he came from a cow village. Now you know, is he really rightfully a prince? Let's uh, weigh in on the Varnashram Dharma here. <laughs> <laughs> this book says. It says, Shramavi Kebala. Who cares? Who gives a damn about Varnashram? That's what it says. <laughs> over and over and over again. <laughs> That's what it says. Dharma projita kaita votra. It's not for that. Savai pumsa parod dharma yato bhakti rogsuje. Sramabhi kevalam. If you didn't get the kind of taste, this is book of taste, people to bhagavatam, rasam, alayam, muhurho rasik bhubi bhavaka, pibata bhagavatam. If, if you, it is a book about rasa, the book itself says, and you should drink that. And the implication is that it says, and you will pass out. Alayam, alayam, and muhuraho, rasika. When you get up, what will you do? Drink it again. Hmm? Such a thing. Basudeva kataruchi. You want this, this taste, and and who doesn't have taste? Despite his adherence to the Varnashram, Shramayavikevalam, he wasted his time. Hmm? Simply a waste of time. Atapumbiya dujasreshtam Varnashram avibhagasaha. What is it? Tsangsidhi haritoshanam. To please Hari, this is what it's all about. And they crossed over the Varnashram, all those gopis. Hmm? For the pleasure of Hari, they crossed over that. Then all the Dharma bodies <laughs> questioning their activity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They left it behind. Mm-hmm. And what did they do? They followed the flute sound of Krishna. This is Srimad Bhagavatam. Mm-hmm. The fifth note, that is Kam Gayatri. And the book is about Gayatri. Gayatri Basharupo So. 
it is said. Among other things, Srimad Bhagavatam, that is a commentary on Gayatri. Gayatri is the prototype of all mantras. It is said to be the flute sound of Krishna. Hmm? The gopis, they hear this. Fifth note means Kam Gayatri. They heard they were... This is the, going to the, the center of the book, the zenith of the book. Hmm? Rasarila, all so many 28 chapters building up to that, and 50-some chapters reflecting back on that. Hmm? And there we find they're boiling the milk on the stove, attending to uh, household duties and so forth, and it's night time, and the moon's out too. So, you know, you can see in the dark when the moon is out full. Hmm? And they heard the flute. Hmm? They heard this sound. What did they do? They dropped everything. It was they, but each individually went. None of them knew. One didn't know. She, my friend, is also hearing. And the other is going. And then they didn't consult. What do you think? Should we go? Hmm? I'll go if you go. No, it wasn't like that. <laughs> no such no such consultation. They heard, they went. They had a thousand, eight million and eight reasons not to go. Hmm? From the point of view of Dharma, from the point of view of Gyan, hmm? social point of view, religious point of view, all points of view, they, they had every reason not to go, and they went. Hmm? And when they got there, Krishna says, I don't think you should have come here. <laughs> but Dharma says you shouldn't be here. Gan says you shouldn't be here. Yoga says you, you shouldn't be here. What are you doing? Hmm? He's, he's wanting to say, did you come? Do you understand Rupa Goswami verse? Hmm? What is the verse? He says, Anyabilashita sunyam gyan karmadi anavritam anukulena krishnanushivaram vaktiruttam Oh, they understood very well that. Hmm? They didn't come. Their bhakti was not covered by gyan, by karma, hmm? adi, yoga, or anything else. Hmm? They had no concern for anything else. And when they got there, that's when they found out, oh, you came too. And I didn't meet you before, but you're here. This is how they formed their group. Hmm? They heard the flute. They went. So you will all hear this also. Hmm? And sometimes it will be, I'm over here. And you go over there. Invest everything. And then when you get there, he, call, he plays over there. He says, I'm over here. You can't say, well, you know, I came all the way over here. I spent everything. I went. Now I'm over here. No, you have to go there. I said, you have to be a little flexible. Hmm? Hmm? You have to go for Sadhu Sangha. That way you hear the sound of Krishna's flute. That is where it's being answered. This is Sarvadharman Pratyajja Mamikam Sharanam Braja. Bhaktisiddhanta Sarasitakura like to call this verse. The clarion call, the flute sound of Krishna. This ends the Gita. With this the Bhagavad begins. Dharma Projita Kaita Votra Paramo Nirmat Saranam Satam. Dharma Projita Kaita Votra Sarvadharman Pratyajja. Same thing is being said. Hmm? What is it saying? Forget the Varnashram. Hmm? Yeah, you should live in the country, that's a good idea. But that's not Varnashram. <laughs> uh, 
means you, everything that is good in Varnashram, you take that. Hmm? Hmm? That comes with you. Hmm? Hmm? But you will not be burdened by a Varnashram conception of life. Hmm? Somebody said something about, as he asked the question, can women be gurus in Gaudiya Vaishnavism? And he said, he said, somebody, I guess there's some discussion about this going on in another sect. He said, and some of the people say, no, definitely not. Why? Because, because the women in Dharan Ashram, they always have to be protected and taken care of. And because they're always taken care of, then there'll be, there'll be some bias towards the people who are taking care of them. And of course, men are not like that. They're not biased. So, <laughs> it's like saying, the men's material body, conditioned body and, and, and mentality is, is, is the qualification for, for being free from bias and, and, and spiritual. <laughs> the conditioned body is my... This <laughs> is a backward idea. Hmm. No. Hmm. Uh, we, we speak strongly about Varnashram only to make the point. Of course, it's a beautiful thing. It helps people on a certain level and so forth. But Bhakti, Marg, and, and Vaishnava Diksha, this transcends the Varnashram idea. This is the, that is the Dharma Marg. So Bhagavatam is all about this, transcending the Dharma Marg. It's super Dharma, hmm? super religious. As Gita says, Rajavidyam, Rajaguyam, Babitram, Idamutamam, Patyakshavagamam, Dharmam. It's putting Gyan. And, 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 and Dharma together. Usually they're, they're, they're not together. Dharma is performed until you get jnana. Then you leave the Dharma mark, you become a sannyasi. And you're a jnani. Hmm? Putting them together, this is a very interesting thing. This is, this is bhakti. Hmm? This is a religious idea hmm? and movement and so forth. Uh, jnana is still, karma is moving. Bhakti is moving, hmm? not like karma. Hmm? It's not still like jnana. It's moving not like karma because there's an underlying its foundation is knowledge. The movement that underlies the karmic movement is ignorance. Hmm? You move the ignorance, you stand still. Add bhakti, hmm? then wise movement. That's what we call love. Hmm? Wise love. This is the subject of Srimad Bhagavatam. Hmm? And it reaches its zenith in, in this uh, Gopilila. Hmm? There they went. They heard the sound, I said, of Krishna's flute. That is Diksha. Some are coming here today for Diksha. You will get Diksha again in the Leela. Hmm? Hmm? Then you will realize what? What we teach all along. Krishna is the Guru. Hmm? As Prabhupada said, appearing in many different forms hmm? to speak to us. Guru is one. Hmm? One day you will understand, Krishna came to me just personally, just like that. Hmm? What is his kindness in a, in, a, in, a, in a custom form to deliver me material existence? Hmm? This is very extraordinary. Hmm? So the flute sound, and Bhagavatam is explaining that flute sound, that Gayatri. What is Gayatri? Gayatri Vasyaruposo. It is a commentary on Gayatri Mantra. Hmm? 
the Puranas speak about this in brief, by way of saying, making the statement. And they emphasize the word here in the first stanza, Dhimahi. Satyam Param Dhimahi. Say it. Satyam Param Dhimahi. Dhimahi is indication for Gayatri. You know, some... Dhimahi Dio Yona Pashodayat. This is part of it. Is it, it is a dhimahi. Hmm? This, this means meditation. <laughs> hmm? Dhimahi. Hmm? This word is found in the first stanza of Bhagavatam. It is found in the twelfth in canto of Bhagavatam in the end as well. And also found in, in, somewhere in the middle. Little, little off in the middle, but eleventh <laughs> canto, Jayam Sada. Hmm? There, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was being described. Jayam Sada, Paribhavdam Abhishtadoham. Jayam is the same idea as, as Dimahi. Hmm? And Sada means he, he, he speaks of, the verse about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he speaks about him as the object of constant meditation. Hmm? What is constant meditation? How can you meditate in all places, in all times, in all circumstances? In the plural. That is in Kirtan. Kirtana prabhave, smarana svabhave. By Kirtanam, smarana will come. Internal remembrance and meditation will be fortified, fortified by that. Hmm? So here in first verse of Bhagavatam, we, the, verse, the word Dimahi is invoked. Hmm? means the book is an explanation of Gayatri, but it is also that, that Gayatri, Ganat Trayate, it's made of two words, Ganat Trayate. Hmm? Gana means song. Trayate means deliver. So it's song of deliverance. The flute sound is a song of deliverance. And Sri Krishna Sankirtan is also song of deliverance in Kali Yuga. Krishna Varnam Tisakrishnam Sangopangastraparshadam Yagnai Sankirtanapraer Yajantihi Sumedasa Who is a little smart. They will do Nam Sankirtan. And they will worship this object of love. Who is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu? Who is the Kali Yuga Avatar? And more. So when verse says here, Satyam Param Dimahi, let us together do Sankirtan. Hmm? Let us together join in Sankirtan, the supreme meditation for Kali Yuga. These books were written for Kali Yuga. Hmm? Written down for Manda Sumanda Matayo, Manda Bhagya, Padrita, so that you can, you can go back and look it up when you forget, which is the norm. Hmm? Let us do Sankirtanam. Satyam Param Bhimahi. Ana Satyam Param. What is Satyam Param? The supreme truth. It's nicely explained by Krishna Skaviraj in his Vastunidesh Shloka of Chaitanya Charitamrita, the book that explains the essence of the book of Chaitanya Charitamrita in Tattva. He says, What does he say? He says, uh, 
Yadadvetam Pramupadashari Tadapyasyatanuva Atmantaryami Purusha Itisoshamsa Vibhava Sad Aishvarya Purna Saiha Bhagavan Swayam Ayam Nachetanyat Kuchnat Jagati Paratatvam Param Iha He makes a very bold statement, he says. That which is talked about in the Upanishads, that effulgence, that light, that Brahman, that is everywhere, hmm? can't move because it's everywhere. Hmm? That is his aura. Hmm? And that, which is known as the world soul, the great Vishnu, Vishnu means everywhere, all-pervasive, hmm? from whom the world is coming, and going and coming and going without beginning and without end. Hmm? That is that is his vibhav. That is that is his partial manifestation. Aishvarya Purnasihya Bhagavan Saswayamayam and that 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 Krishna who is Sad Aishvarya, full of six opulences, who is Swayam Bhagavan. Hmm? He is that Swayam Bhagavan, that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, and he Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is the Paratatvam. He is the Satyam Param, on which we should do Dimahi in the form of Krishna Sankirtanam. Hmm? Now, Vyas begins to explain more about that Paratatva. We should do, the verse says, let us do meditation in Sankirtan about on the Supreme Paratatva. Hmm? Sri Krishna Chaitanya. Hmm. He is Janmadi Asyataha Anvayadi Tadataha. Janmadi. Hmm. He gives birth to Adi Rasasya. Hmm. In one of his explanations of this verse, Sri Vishwanachakuti Thakur says, this Janmadi Asya, that may be taken Janma Adi Rasasya. Why? Hmm? Because two verses later in the three of the in the three introductory verses, the book is described as being about rasa. Pibata Bhagavatam Rasa Malayam Murho Rasika Bhubibabuka. It is for Rasikas to drink. Nigamakalbataro Kalitam Falam. If you take the tree, the nigama of the tree of Vedic knowledge, this Bhagavad is the fruit and is it is Falam Galitam. Galita means it's fallen. You don't have to climb up on the branch and risk falling yourself to get that fruit. It is so generous. It is so ripe. It has fallen to the ground. You can go ahead and pick it up. Hmm? And, and juice is coming out. <laughs> Quickly suck on that fruit. Drink it, it says. Nigamakobotoro galitam falam. Sukum Godamrta Drabasambitam Pivata Bhagavatam Rasamalim. It is a book about Rasa. Hmm? So it's said just two verses later, therefore hmm, by the implication is Janma Diasya. It means Janma Adi Rasasya. He that Satyam Param, that supreme truth that we should meditate on in Sankirtan, is he from whom the Adi Rasa comes. Adi Rasa comes? From Chaitanya Mahaprabhu? We say, I thought it came from Radha and Krishna. Veda, Adi Rasa, Madhura, how does. Who comes first? 
Gaur or Krishna? This is a good question. Hmm? If we look very deeply in Srimad Bhagavatam and Krishna Leela, at that high point of the Krishna Leela, what do we find? Hmm? That is where we find Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm? Krishna says, Napareyam Nirvodhyasamitam. I, I am Rasaraj, and, but I see Radha's love. I, I slipped away from Rasa dance with her alone. All the gopis came and followed. Hmm? Then I disappeared from Radha. Hmm? And what became of them? That brought me back. Their songs in Kirtan about me, their prem, Radhika's prem in particular. I realized I don't know that. I'm supposed to be the king of rasa, but I, I have no experience of her rasa. She is a rasika. Hmm? In the full sense of the term. She is a rasika. I want to be a rasika. I'm a rasika. I taste rasa. I am rasa. Rasovaisa. And I am a rasika. I taste rasa. But I'm not a rasika like her. Hmm? What she tastes, I don't know. I'm embarrassed. I'm having an this is an existential, existential crisis for Krishna. I thought I was the king of love, but her love, <laughs> that is exceeding anything in my experience. I have to have that. I have a thirst for that. Hmm? He says, I, 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 can, I said in the Gita, however you surrender to me, I will reciprocate accordingly, but I, I cannot. This is where we find Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in Gita. Hmm? You play this verse out. Anyone who surrenders to Krishna, he reciprocates accordingly. So you surrender to such a measure. The gopis took him up on this. What happened? They followed this verse of the Gita. What happened? Krishna said, you bankrupted me. I have nothing to give. What you have, I want. Your love is greater than what I have to, to give in, re in return. Be satisfied with your love. He's telling them, you be satisfied with your love, and I can't be satisfied without it. So I have to go after this. This is, this is the genesis, then, of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. People say, the question of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was God. This is some Bengali idea, or some, some Hare Krishna people. This guy in Bengal is God, and he's, he's Krishna. Hmm? There's going to be different arguments against that today in the, in, in the modern society, but in the Vedic society, they also argue against that. Krishnadasa's idea, following the Goswamis, that he explained in Chaitanya Charitamrita, is very, very revolutionary. Hmm? That Krishna is the source of Narayan, that Chaitanya is Krishna. Hmm? It's a very revolutionary idea. Hmm? We can explain it from a scriptural point of view, to the satisfaction of the audience, and we can explain it from a scientific and uh, philosophical point of view, also. Hmm? I don't have time to go into the, all that, but Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> but there's some doubt, the point is, about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's position. Hmm. There's doubt that Krishna even existed for that matter. But in Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, we see it, we, we know he's a historical figure. That, we, that, that, uh, that cannot be denied. And in him we find the love of Krishna. That cannot be denied. And what that does to someone, like I've said before, that some, some people thought he was an epileptic. He used to go into these fits and fall in a trance and so forth. But we say, yes, but epilepsy is not contagious. <laughs> and we found that his ecstasy was very contagious. <coughs> Just by little association, people become mad. The fishermen caught him in a net. Hmm? 
when he dove into the sea thinking it was the Jamuna. Hmm? Surudamada looking for him. Where is Chaitanya? Where he met the fisherman. He said, you must have seen him. Hmm? He was trembling in ecstasy. His teeth were chattering. I caught a fish. Hmm? Uh, I was looking for a, for a meal. See what happens would become of me. He became he was experiencing bhava. Hmm? Take us to that fish, he said. Take us to that fish. He took him into the net. There was Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm? They brought him back to external consciousness by Kirtan. And he said, what was that noise you made about the Kirtan of Surabdhamadar? You made some noise and brought me how deep he was. That the Kirtan of Surabdhamadar sounded like noise to him only. Hmm? This is our Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Such love he had. You may question this Krishna exists, but you cannot question that love of Krishna exists. Then you should examine it and see what are its virtues. Just on the very baseline, it is it it, it is uh, it it is an expression. It, it expresses compassion for all beings. This jiva doi, Krishna nam, sarvadana sar. It's not uh, Krishna nam. I love Krishna. I chant Hare Krishna. Everyone's in Maya. Everyone else is a demon. <laughs> jiva doi, love love of all beings, kindness to all beings. And Krishna Nam together, taking these two, this is the essence of Dharma. So, uh, this is only the beginning hmm, idea. Love for all beings. It goes much deeper than that. Hmm? Hmm. So, love of God, if you want to find God, we should look and examine love of God, see what it does to people. You can say whatever you want to say about it. You could say, well, yes, he had a deep religious experience, but we cannot verify objectively what he says he experienced. It was subjective. Let's, we cannot bring it into the lab and verify. He said, I went, I, I became one with everything. I transcend. Uh, I know that now I transcend birth and death. And uh, We cannot verify that. Hmm? But we can verify. What can we verify? He lost all taste. For that which seems to be driving the world. Nadanam, Nadanam, Nasundarim, Kavitam, Ba. That's not a big thing. <laughs> That's not something to take notice. He has no interest she has no interest in those things. Hmm? Living on living on something and gave a, some on another platform and gave a death to everything that you know to be life. It means Nadanam, Nadanam, Nasundarim, if I don't have this, what's my life? Hmm? Nadanam, Nadanam, Nasundarim, you understand? Kabitam va. If I say to you, okay, come, I will take your wife, I will take your children, I will take your house, your car, hmm? everything you have, everything that you say is yours, I will take it all. You say, you might as well kill me, I have no life, because my I is determined by my, my. Hmm? This was Arjuna's problem in the Gita. Oh my goodness. You want me to kill Drona and Bhishma? That's my teacher. Veritably my father. Bhishma raised me. Hmm? My eye is all about my sense of what uh, my attachments to them. Take them away. What is the meaning to my existence? 
And we are voluntarily taking that away. Harinam is taking that away. Opens up a shop in the heart. Just a little shop in the corner. <laughs> hmm? It says, bring your faith here. <laughs> hmm? It says, faith. Meanwhile, all these mega corporations have set up shop in there. Big multinational corporations. Big lights and everything. Attracting your attention and telling you it doesn't cost much. You know, we're here to serve. <laughs> Invest in us and we'll serve you. That's what we're for. And they've got all kinds of people, assistants hired to figure out just what you think you want. And they present it like, and you can get it here with ExxonMobil. Invest here in the environment. But they got a real good of ads for that and so forth. All these things. Big, mega, multinational corporations. It's a little shop on the side asking for a little faith. And the multi-corporations influenced by materialism saying this faith is, is, a, is a deviation from reason. Absence of reason. We can give you something tangible. Hmm? that you can build your house on, some real firm ground and so forth. But that little shop is very, very powerful. Hmm? All the corporations fail us. They fail us. We find out they are our enemies. Hmm? They're not giving their only taking. Turning me into a taker. How unbecoming. Hmm? Then we, that little shop there, like a cancer, gradually taking over everything. He said, I'm only asking you faith. Just a small thing. Hmm? That's all. I don't have any, do I have to have any money. I don't have to even have any brains. <laughs> I don't have to have any no karmic strength, no strength from Gyan. I can come. Yes. Well, it must not be much there, but anyway, it's free, pretty much. Hmm? <laughs> so you give your heart there. What you get it retires all these mega corporations in your heart closes them down entirely hmm? the marketplace of Nam it, it, it takes over hmm? this is and this is the method to the madness of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu hmm? Nam Sankirtan it was a method to his madness they said oh Looks like he was an epileptic. We say, no, but epilepsy is not contagious. He fell in a trance of ecstasy by tasting the name of Krishna. We said, we don't believe in Krishna. We cannot demonstrate historically that he existed at a certain time. And so if we, uh, if we can't locate him objectively, hmm, the whole message is, stop looking in the objective world for all your meaning. Hmm? Whatever meaning is there, you gave it to the world. You are giving the meaning. You are a unit of meaning. A unit, a unit of value of consciousness. Look there for love. He looked there. In this sound, Krishna, he found such meaning, such wealth. The whole world became vacant to him, like empty, meaningless. All the offers of the world. You can have this. You could be like that. Hmm? All of this big carrot hmm? retired, came empty for him. 
शून्यम जगत सर्व गोविंद So we may not we say where is God? Who I don't believe in God. I never seen him. Have you seen love of God? Have you seen a sadhu, a saint? A person who's standing on different ground. Hmm? Not on a ground that's based on acquiring things. When I was a young fellow, about 21, I was in an airport, believe it or not. <laughs> and I was selling uh, this book Srimad Bhagavatam to one man. Hmm? harassing him no doubt yeah. and, uh, and and he said i want to see you know where you will be in 10 years hmm? where are you going to be in 10 years you're 21 years old i'm 50 years old i'm a you know ceo something like that of a corporation you stop me and you're selling me this book of mumbo jumbo some other language and and and, and so forth and i said to him i said well I, you know i would like to meet up in 10 years What, what what is the, I'm saying I base my happiness on this book the ideas in this imbi- the, the ideas I'm imbibing from this what do you base your happiness on your beautiful wife your beautiful children your beautiful house and so forth see me in 10 years hmm? when the economy changes you lose your house your wife runs off with somebody who knows I mean it can happen Uh, your children don't turn out the way you wanted them to be. Hmm? And they turn against you. The Bhagavatam says, Apashatam. What is it? Apashat, Apashatam. Griheshu, Griheshu, Apashanapi, Apashati. Vimuktamanina. No, no, what is it? Vimuktamanina. Uh, uh, That's just uh, uh, Griheshu, Griheshu, means soldiers. Sukadev was a naked boy of 16. And the king, story of Bhagavatam, another story in the central story of Bhagavatam, the book we're talking about, the Raj, the emperor of India, was cursed to die in seven days. So he went to the bank of the Ganges to inquire, what shall I do? At the time of death, all kinds of people came to give answers. What's the most meaning of life? What's the important thing to do? And suddenly this boy walked on the scene. He was naked, Sukadev. Hmm? And other kids were following and throwing stuff at him and making fun of him because he seemed to be like oblivious to the world. He wasn't tuned in. He wasn't hip. Uh, but this other sages stood up. They could understand. He's understood it. He's naked. And he doesn't even know it. Hmm? He forgot to dress. Where is he living? On what ground is he standing? Hmm? And this boy was given the seat. And the emperor sat beneath him and heard from him this, the, the, the text of Srimad Bhagavatam. Hmm? He, he, had, he was standing on a different ground altogether. So we may not be able to see God, but we can see love of God in someone. Hmm? what it does to them. Hmm? And now we want to differentiate this love of God from religious fanaticism, of course. Fundamentalist Hinduism, fundamentalist Hare Krishna, fundamentalist Buddhism, Christianity, whatever. <laughs> fundamentalist atheism, whatever form it comes in. Hmm? This is a, these are non-thinking uh, misrepresentations of mm, good ideas. Hmm? Except for atheism, that's not the best idea, but it's 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 based largely on a rejection of misrepresentation of 
of uh, the real heart, the religious heart, the real spiritual, experiential spirituality, of mysticism. Hmm? So, what about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu? We know he existed. There's a history to that. We know. <laughs> you know, in the way we, we think it's real knowing hmm? yeah. but what we say about him what, 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 what is his status what, what, how the Goswamis have explained him and so forth that's very extraordinary hmm? so someone may question those explanations but it is right there in Sriman Bhagavat if you have some, some shraddha some faith in Krishna in the apex, in the zenith of the Krishna Leela, that where we find Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, this idea. Hmm? Krishna looks at Radha and he sees, I'm supposed to be the perfect object of love, but her love for me exceeds anything that I know about love. Hmm? My tribute to her. Krishna is bowing to Radha in the measure of her love, to her bhakti. He's saying, I'm God. Most people worship me in one form or another, but they don't know that while I appear to be the most worshipable object. I have a worshipable object. If that is personified as Radha, that is love, wise love. I worship Bhakti, Krishna said. I worship her love. I have to taste that. Somehow I, I'm driven for that. And this then is the genesis of the Chaitanya Avatar. This is how the dark Krishna becomes golden. Taking on the bhava, the duty, the, the complexion of Radha, and the with the in Indian aesthetics, every color has an an emotion, so a corresponding emotion, hmm? Mahabhav, hmm? the great ecstasy hmm? of uh, this spiritual romantic love for Krishna, hmm? like a young girl falling in love with a young boy. Then you try to say. It's not a good idea for this reason and that reason, and every reason you give just makes it and inflames it that much more. Nothing can stop it. This kind of metaphor has been given to love God like that. Aituki apatiyata, unmotivated, unchecked, nothing can get in its way. Hmm? Like you love yourself. Hmm? Without any calculation, in other words, we don't worship God because it's well, it's, it's the right thing to do, because God is God after all, and He should be worshipped. Hmm? No. Hmm? Tending to, to God like one tends to oneself. Just like you stub your toe, you don't think, my toe has been stubbed, it's starting to hurt, I should do something about it. You don't th- we just go there. Hmm? Really, there's no gap between you and your, your toe. Hmm? You go there. Like this, mm-hmm. with, with with the Godhead, this kind of unity, mm-hmm. uh, unity in love, <laughs> such identification, tadbhav ichamai, in the optimum. Mm-hmm. So he, the, the, here we find Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, satyam param dimahi. He is adi rasa. So that's the idea. Where does this adi rasa, this original rasa, mm-hmm. the, uh, come from? So, you can say, Radha and Krishna combined, this is coming from them. Hmm? But the deeper you go into Krishna Lila, the more you find Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So, therefore, Krishna has written a nice thing. He said in his book, uh, Chaitanya Charitamrita, he wrote that, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is a fountain head from which innumerable streams of Krishna Lila are coming and flowing in all directions. 
So he is the Adi Rasa Siyan. Do you understand? Janmadiya. That from whom the original Rasa has taken birth in this world. Hmm? First the giver, then the gift. Hmm? Who is giving this thing? That we should be first honored. Hmm? And then the gift. Janmadiya Siyataha. Hmm? Who is the Paratattva then that we should meditate upon? From whom the original rasa comes, anbayaditarata, chaiteshu, abhigya. He, from whom the original rasa comes, he is the source of that. Hmm? He represents that both directly and indirectly. Anbayaditarata means directly and indirectly. Both indirectly and directly. Means Antara Krishna Pahivoram. He is Krishna and he is not Krishna. Krishna Barnam Tisa Krishna. He is Krishna Tisa Krishna. And he's not Krishna at the same time. Do you understand? Means he is Krishna, but he is in the mood of Radha. Hmm? Radha is indirectly Krishna. Hmm? Krishna is directly Krishna, and indirect is better. Some mystery there. Hmm? He is directly Krishna and indirectly Krishna, and he's more there indirectly, and he's in Radha's love. Hmm? He's more present. Hmm? And also, he has two purposes. Arteshu means purpose. Hmm? He's abhigya, fully cognizant of two purposes. A direct purpose and an indirect purpose. Anbayadi Tarata. The direct purpose that is to give the Yuga Dharma, Namsankirtan, to everybody. To give this chanting, explain its general efficacy and so forth and share that. Hmm? Hmm? And he has an indirect purpose. It means an external purpose and an internal in an internal purpose. We're talking about that, to taste Radha's love. Hmm? We read about that this morning in the early hours. Hmm? To taste Radha's love. So those three questions, issues that comes upon Krishna, Katkas to this existential crisis, to answer those, Anbayadi Tarata, Abhigya, he's, he's cognizant of both of these. Hmm? And even the Yuga Dharma is giving in such a way that he's taking... The Namsan Kirtan and weaving it with a into a wreath of prem, garlanding it to Sankirtan with prem. Ragmarg, opening the door to the Ragmarg. Abhigya Swarat. He was a great sannyasi, independent. He had his own independent purpose which he descended. He is bhakti personified, and bhakti is independent. It's a to independent, it means. Not like jnana, not like karma, they're dependent upon, and not like yoga, they're dependent upon certain prerequisites in order to engage in them. Like Yoga Sutra of Patanjali speaks about Ashtanga Yoga, says, if you want to practice Ashtanga Yoga, you must practice Brahmacharya. That means celibacy. That will end the yoga movement. Right there. <laughs> the yoga movement has just ended. <laughs> so, 
bhakti yoga to the rescue then because <laughs> in bhakti then there's no such prerequisite like this it means its power is great hmm? that is the binding force of course attraction between the sexes is what makes the world go round so to speak if we want to end the samsara hmm? well we have to kind of reverse out on that <laughs> something like that so He's fully independent, Swarat, and he gives bhakti hmm, to whom he chooses. Tene Brahma, Hridayati Kavaye, Vyanti Atsura. The next line comes. Hmm. How is that? Tene Brahma, Hridayati Kavaye. He gave the Brahma. That means Brahma here means spiritual knowledge, spiritual wisdom. Hmm. The fullest measure of that means rasa. From Dharma Jignasu, inquiring about what it, what it means to be religious to Brahma-jignasu, inquiring about what it means to be spiritual. Like nowadays people like to say, I'm not religious, but I'm spiritual. Mm-hmm. I, I can go with that. Mm-hmm. In order to be successful in what we're talking about here, you have to give up religion. We tell that to the church over here. You have to give up religion to... <laughs> yeah, this is the, you know, what I said earlier, to go beyond Varnashram. Mm-hmm general conception of religion is how to factor God into our human experience. And spirituality means to understand you're not human. Hmm? You are not a unit of consciousness that transcends the human dress. Hmm? One thing is to color your life with a religious crayon. That's a nice idea. If, by doing so, it causes you to act in such a way that you realize that, you're, that, you, that, you, that you yourself transcend the limits of humanity, which after all is also subject to birth and death and old age and so forth. Hmm? But from Brahma Jignasu to Rasa Jignasu, so Tene Brahma hmm, means that he gave, inspired in the heart of the original poet hmm, the truth about Rasa. Who is that? Who is that Adikavi? Hmm? Who did Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, in whose heart did he infuse all the Vedic wisdom and all the, the sum and substance of all that? What is Rasa Tattva? No. Rupa Goswami. Hmm? Beautifully spoken, in, in the, and now the comparison is given there. As Krishna, the dawn of the creation, gave to Brahma in his heart and more. Hmm? Chaitanya Mahaprabhu gave to Rupa Goswami all this special things. All that treasure house of, of, of prayer, the wealth, the dhan of Golok, Goloker Prem Dhan, Nam Sankirtan. And he gave it to the world as well, through Sankirtan. But in Rupa Goswami he gave, such that Rupa Goswami could write about it, that we could learn about it in practice. Tene Brahmarada He's Adi Kavi, hmm? for sure. Hmm? In Puri, in Jagannath Puri, Rupa Goswami came there for the first time. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu sought to introduce him to his friends, this uh, Swarup Damodar, to Ramananda Roy and others. He said, oh, this Rupa is very nice. He's written a very nice drama, a very nice uh, aesthetic uh, contribution about Krishna Leela. Two of them actually. Vidagdumadava, Alitamadava. Hmm? Describing the Krishna Leela. And so Ramana said, 
He's a poet. An aesthetic and a poet. Let us hear something. Hmm? It, what is the Namaskar verse of your book? Anar pitacharin charat karunayap. But you know, growing up, Anar pitacharin charat here I've introduced this poet and now he's praising me in public his verse to which, to which he offers respects to the deity of his book is about me all the other devotees are very pleased. Ramana says, oh, very nice. Yes, he's a, such a nice poet. And what about this? And, and, and they asked him different elements of aesthetic, Indian aesthetics, how he had accomplished that in his book. He showed these things. Mahaprabhu said, he's such a poet, a spiritual poet. This, this is the language, of course, in which this, these kind of truths will best be expressed. That's why it said, Kita Krishna is in the Gita, of poetry, I am Gayatri. As we said earlier, this book is an explanation of the Gayatri Mantra, the prototype of all the all the mantras in Hinduism. It's, um, such a poet, he said of this Rupa Goswami, that not only what he writes, the meaning of it, but the writing itself, he said. His penmanship is like rows of pearls on a string. Hmm? You should just see just the way he writes. Or to speak of what he writes about. He is Adi Kavi, the original poet. Hmm? And, that, and Chaitanya even fused in his heart all the truth about Rasa. From that come Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, this book, Ocean of Bhakti Rasa. Ujjwal hmm? Nirmane. Hmm? So many beautiful texts. Tene Brahmanada Adi Kavi, Muyanti Yatsurayo. What he gave to Rupa Goswami in his heart. This is Sarvabhumbhattacharya, the God on earth. Hmm? The Brahman is the, like the God on earth. Hmm? He, he's, the, he's the most uh, learned, uh, the, the biggest, uh, the greatest logician in India of all time. He's mentioned in Encyclopedia Britannica. Hmm? Sarvabhumbhattacharya. Chaitanya Dev, he was bewildered by what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was about, what he had given Rupa Goswami, which was the same thing that was manifested in the heart of Ramananda. When Sarvama talked to Ramananda, he couldn't figure him out. What's this guy about? Huh? He is the most learned man in India. He couldn't figure him out. That poet, what was he? And then he met Chaitanya Dev, then he could understand. These two go together. This is very extraordinary. But this poetry, poetry, this is a very beautiful language. It seeks to extend the nature of our experience. We feel that our experience should transcend the limits that we constantly meet with in our material life. We can only go so far, we can only do so much, but we feel that there's more to life. We are that more, actually. It's not the objective world will stretch and stretch and become more. The poetry tries to stretch the objective world. Hmm? Hmm? It's the language of the of, of, of saintly persons. They try to speak about the objective world from the subjective point of view, and so the, the objective world starts to be moving and expanding, and the moon has wings and flies across the sky to take up, tell its message, to tell its story. Hmm? Very beautiful. 
Hmm? That poetry, the learned, the logician, Sarvabhauma, he had no place for the, all that. All these flowery words and what is the... But he found such a profound uh, meaning uh, in the ecstasies personified before him as, as Chaitanya that he, he, he was bewildered at first, but later he was converted. So, Muyanti Yatsuraya, such people were bewildered about what it was that Chaitanya Dev put in the heart of Rupa Goswami. Tejo Varimadam, Vinimayo, Tejo, Tejo means heat. Tejo Varimadam, water, earth. Tejo Varimadam, Vinimayo. In acts of ecstasy, Tejo, in Ujvalita, in the brightest, inflamed form, Tejo Vari, two examples. He experienced the Satvika Bhavas, asked the Satvika Bhav. When that Bhava context the solidity, earth element, in old language about elements of matter, earth, and then that uh, chanter becomes stunned, hmm? like still, like earth. When that bhava, hmm, coming from the chanting, enters the, the, the liquidity of the body, then tears come, like like a like a syringe, like a, like a fountain, hmm? in the in the form of Chait, in the person of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He perspired blood while chanting. Hmm? Rupa Goswami says, we're not going to talk about this in Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu. It's too extreme. Hmm? There are some things too extreme, but they, this, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu experienced this. So they say, Tejo Varimadam, in the, in, when you, you have these Astasattvika Bhavas in smoked, hmm? flamed, and highly inflamed form. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, all, if you get a little bhava, in the beginning will come like this, some horripilation. The hairs will stand on end. Some tears will come in the eyes. These two mm-hmm. will come first like this. Mm-hmm. Becoming stunned, the choking of gadgada, choking of the voice. This is more extreme. Mm-hmm. If all eight come at once, this is very extraordinary. If all come eight <coughs> once, multiply a thousand times. This is Tejo Mayo. This is we saw this in Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So extraordinary. His arms would, and legs came into his body like a tortoise, like a glowing form of ecstasy only. And sometimes they would separate, his joints would separate. It's very shocking. Outside, very frightening. Inside, full of ecstasy. It means his body could not contain ecstasy. Krishna's trying to taste Radha's love. It's making him mad. Hmm? And he performed these acts of ecstasy and kirtan uh, in three places. Hmm? Very immortal in this world. Vrindavan, Navadvip, and Jagannathpuri, these dams. This was his place of domicile. These abodes of Krishna that he dwelled in. Hmm? That Dhamnasvena, that light, hmm? that effulgence, that illumination, 
that uh, his own swena, his own illumination. If we study this, what he is about, what he taught, then dhamma swena sarani No argument will will ever get in the way of your taking advantage of that. You study this properly, you take this journey. No argument on the mind for why you shouldn't practice will have any standing. They will be retired. You keep hearing like this, all arguments in the mind for not take making the effort for spiritual practice. They are all disappeared. Taste will come for this. And what was the medicine of your practice will become the food that you cannot live without. Not only the food, it will become the dessert. It will become the best part. And it's a health food too at the same time. It's good for the heart. It tastes good and it's good for the heart. It will, it will, it will, it will massage your heart, melt your heart. So try to use your head like this. Study like this, hear these kind of talk like this. Use your head to soften your heart. This is the idea. Hmm? So, in this way, I promised you we could find Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in that verse of Srimad Bhagavatam. So, we finally, after several days and nights now of discussing it, we've come to that. And with that, we will... Uh, continue our program by way of uh, calling forth those initiates to receive the mantra. Hmm? Hear the flute sound here.